Hello, welcome to Newsbox. It is Tuesday the 9th of December. Do you know what that means? 
to glue them all together so that the desktop is all albums. There we go. You probably want to put a bit of glass on top of it, though. Yeah, because it would be great. it would be a flat it would be a flat surface of a right, would it? Yeah, it would take That'd a lot good. lot of doing. It would look good. It'd mm. be very eighties desk. Yeah, it'd be good. But, uh, I don't know. It'd be bothered. Um, okay, my story, see if you think it's true or false. The boss in charge of the baby pee case has been sacked with no payoff. What? That can't be, that must be made up. No payoff. Sharon Shoesmith was last night dismissed by councillors after a damning report criticised the way she ran the baby pee case, saying it didn't work, it did die. You were in charge of him, you were in charge of all the people, and you let him be tortured for years and then finally beaten to death with a bar of chocolate. She said, you're right, I'll hold my hand up now, can I get a reference? <laughs> they said, yes of course, we'll give you a reference, we're not allowed to give people bad references anymore. We'll give you a reference uh, so you can go and get another job looking after children and it'll say, you will have to be careful with the word, and it'll say, Sharon Shoesmith is a lady. She did Her work. timekeeping was good. She worked for us. She uh, she um, she filled forms in. Um, she was very good at ticking boxes, and uh, every sort of two hours she would go to the toilet. She'd occasionally make the tea, nip out, pop out. She got a driving license, and uh, she says thick as two short points. No <laughs> intuition. Oh, but what they could do is then cross that bit out. But then accidentally leave it in there. You've got some black under your nose. Okay. I think you're turning into a a man. Grey moustache. A black man. I think it might be chocolate. It's chocolate coming up that fruit. No, I think it's um. I think it's back to front um. Vitiligo. Could be. When you start going black. I haven't got black under my nose. Well, you've wiped it off now. Um, you did have. My story is that it's been quite quite seriously actually. Um, a high speed rail crash um, on one of those super fast trains in Japan. Um, no, I don't want to talk about that. Make it go away. I've got a headache looking at them. These chocolates are very. Um, we found them. We found them in the dressing room, and they're very. I didn't know how long you'd been there. I better eat them up quickly. No, I've eaten too many. Fur that comes with my drop <laughs> They're a truffle, just a pinch of cocoa powder. It's not fair. Bloody horrible, but somehow they end up in your mouth. Anyway, don't worry about this train crash. God, I don't really. Is Which one of us was doing the train crash? <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows anymore? This might be rail crash <laughs> in Japan. I don't know if I'm capable of telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's killed about 17 people, which is not bad actually considering it's quite a big crash. Because it's made up, because this is sick. <laughs> the driver, um, turns out it was caused by driver error. He was actually playing a Nintendo DS while he was supposed to be driving the train, went through a red signal. The ironic thing being that he was actually playing a train driver simulation game. <laughs> this is a bit made up. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure what he was doing what now. <laughs> Where's the false stars? The what? 
Roland. <laughs> Joe Swash yeah. donated £30,000 to um, Brooklyn Sellers Little Dead Brothers charity. Um, is, this, is this his fee from the celebrity programme? Yeah. I've got an I'm a celebrity story. Well, I've not finished it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do mine when I you just think, so if I, for fuck's sake, what annoys me is when people are like, oh, this has happened to me. I'm going to set up my own charity. There's too many. We just need we need less charities and we can work together more. And it, it'd be better. There's fucking all and sundry starting their own fucking charities. It just doesn't help anyone. Doesn't it? It probably doesn't actually. I don't really know what you how you can say it. How you can yeah. do it. If it's for sort of raising money for investigating into an illness or a disease or something like that, or helping so someone. How many cancer charities are there? Well, there's loads. But exactly, um, it should be one. It should be one. They should well, they have an actual investment. They, they kind of specialise, don't they? Type testicular cancer. Well, they could have specialities within one charity. But what I'm saying, if it's someone, you know, if someone's dead, the, the crime, information. how does the charity help them, in a sense? I mean, what what can they do to stop my crime, apart from, you know, pay, pay more well, policemen? Exactly, but I mean, you know, not very much. Set up a youth club, it's maybe. It's not that I'm a celebrity raising money. <laughs> It is, but it's just, you know, and you say, oh, well, yeah, I'm giving it because I know her. It's all about, oh, what's me, 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 selfish, bloody bastard. What charity would you give to? Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Maybe help the aged. Is that because one day you'll be old? Because I feel that old people make me sad. Hey, you know um, Prince? As in Edward. <laughs> no, as in, as I, in my Andrew. name is Prince and I am funky. Right. The, the, the Jehovah's Witness goes door knocking. Mm. He's um, 50. Yeah. You wouldn't think it, would you, to look at him? Well, you would. Oh, do you know how old Samuel L. Jackson is? No, 59. He's nearly an old person. And he's still really cool. So, you know, AJ could have got a number of girlfriends. Well, you say that, but yeah, they're alright. They've, they've got money in the bank and lots of people around them. There's plenty of old people that haven't. You've got have black around your lips. Oh, it's a new lip plate I'm trying to look. So, my I'm a celebrity story is um, about um, George Sakai, who didn't win, he came third. I don't have black around my lips. I thought I was meant to be lying. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> George Takai, Rhyme Celebrity, um, he didn't win, um, but he's still a winner in a way because he's got a, a commission to do one of those adverts with um, Colleen Nolan okay, and Terry Katona. Um, I thought, I really, I was quite disappointed because I thought, oh, when I'm a celebrity, that finished, those adverts won't be on anymore. That they're still on, and there's going to be a new on. one. Um, George Takai's going to advertise a prawn party ring, um, and he's gonna, they're going to sing a song to the theme of the Star Trek theme, uh, theme tune, like to the tune of it. You know, like when Nicky Dobson did Anyone Can Fall in Love? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that to the Star Trek theme about cheap frozen food parties. Right. <laughs> Get a fiver, you got a party. 
Um, what she just said though is, uh, if you've got a fiver, you've got a party. Talking of uh, supermarkets, uh, you don't know about this, uh, but I've just got a little insert to do, so don't worry yourself about it. Are you getting paid by uh... Shop at Lidl. <laughs> Shop at Lidl. We have pheasants, salmon, and turkeys for just £3. Also, <laughs> ducks, uh, duck bill platypus, and caviar for only £2. Shop at Lidl. Available in most um, towns. You know when you went to Nerrand last night, mm-hmm. did you return a copy of uh, Sex on the City DVD? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your receipt. <laughs> and you bought a Beryl Reed uh, film. Pardon? You bought a Beryl Reed film. You're not supposed to have seen any of that, so <laughs> shut up. Um... <laughs> Um, next bit of news. Sorry, were you just doing that for little? No. Um, you know, Lily Allen, 23, the singer of Smile, and a daughter of Keith Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really upset today um, about post-gate dying mm-hmm. um, because he was her old family friend. She's very well connected. So she's had a new tattoo done this afternoon mm-hmm. in tribute to him, and it's of James the Steam from Over the Engine. Mm-hmm. And she's got it on top of her arm. I'm a bad put on me here. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't laugh, I love to have a post game. My clanger was very upset this morning. You're going to have a clanger on you? <laughs> this is uh, incredible. Mother has given birth at the age of 70. What? In India. IVF. Both mother and child are healthy. 70? Neither Mrs. Debbie nor her husband, Balaram, 72, had any children previously. They're very, very happy. Um, another 70-year-old Indian woman gave birth to twins in July this year. Um, where did she give birth to the, um, the baby? India. Was it in a special maternity ward? Well... Presumably so, they, they had IVF to conceive, so... Because um, this my next story is that there's a... Um, 70 year old mom. It's a lot, isn't it? There's a new maternity ward that's been um, opened in America. Uh, it's all themed mm-hmm. right, with Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy? Yeah, Ren and Stimpy, the cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's on the nurses' uniforms, on the cots, on the wallpaper, and even on the birth certificates. And you can get a toaster that prints Ren and Stimpy toast, and that's the first meal that you have after you've had a baby. And you have a, a mug of tea out of a Ren and Stimpy mug. But it's actually, you would actually, want tea. Actually, you would want tea. You'd have some tea. That's probably what you have. That's what um, um, Becca said to me. She went, I thought for you after I'd had a baby, and I had some toast and some tea, and thought you'd like this. <laughs> Yeah, we, um, as long as you're able to make it yourself. Yeah, and this one brings you it. It's brought to you yeah. in bed. Fantastic. Have a coffee. Actually, they have coffee in America, but then it's thinking of coffee. Coffee and toast. And Dr. Pepper. No way, man. No, that's not as good. It's not even, it's not even not as good, it's shit. Um. Any more? Yes. Greece is in the right load of trouble and it hasn't really made much news. What about the teenage boy that died? 
Alexander Poplubdis. Has he read to Mr. Poplubdis? I don't think that's funny considering his time as I'm doing the truth, remember. <laughs> Hundreds of students threw petrol bombs at police in Greece yesterday in a third day of riots, triggered by the killing of um, Alexander Poplubdis um, by the police in Thessaloniki. Worst fighting in decades, and it's uh, it's lots of fires, a bit like the Great Fire in London yesterday. It's just growing and growing. Lots of young people involved. Um, it sounds it sounds quite terrifying. Yes, but not but as terrifying. The as police are very brutal, though. Yeah. And they do have the uh, to contend with. Um, this is the last story then today, um, and this is quite scary. This is something that almost happened actually. Um, last week um, in London, it's only come out of a, um, a dossier that's been found uh, left on a train. It turns out that London was nearly blown up um, by Russia, a Russian um, portable nuclear bomb um, last week. Mm-hmm. The guy took it into Grosvenor Square mm-hmm. uh, and uh, MI5 were trying to find decode all this message that was transmitted on the radio. Um, and they had to go on, on the underground and run, and there were these like this kill squad of Russians trying to murder them. Um, and eventually, Bridget Doty's mum, um, Dee, she got the code and um, deciphered it, and then she had to undo the bomb, which was made of plutonium. Don't know what you're talking about. That was what happened last week. It was all in the dossier. <laughs> or it could have been the plot to last night's spooks. Either or. But that's it. We're finished now. No, it's not. <sighs> Do I have to make up another story yet? No, no, let me just finish with this. Okay. It's Christmassy. Um, it's Christmas time. We all need to watch our pockets. But we also want to decorate our houses. Shut up! <laughs> we also want to decorate our houses. So, here's some ideas for decorating your house with cheap. Snowflakes cut out of envelopes. Find two handfuls of pine cuttings. Pine cuttings? Aston, a higher chief of 27, instructs. Firstly, get some large handfuls of pine prongs. Either use the bottom branches of your crystal tree, or you can cut branches of evergreen, a traditional symbol for the strength of life. From garden centres, nurseries, even some supermarkets. Grab a clump and wire it round your fingers, and then put it around a gilt frame. It sounds really complicated. Finish with snowflakes out Finish with red roses and a fern. That sounds expensive, water. It sounds very expensive. I've All right, let's one. Get an orange. Yeah. Right. Slice it. Make and a cristingle. No, no. Dry them out. Actually, that's a good one. If you get an orange and you put cloves in it, that makes a nice Christmassy smell. Yeah. Or and sticks of cinnamon. But if you get an orange and slice it, and then you can dry them out in an airing cupboard or something. Mm-hmm. And then you can put a hole in them and hang them up when they're dry. And then you can put like stained glass and put them on a tree, and they're all And pretty. then you can put them in. Red wine, boil it in a pan, then uh, drink it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, do you remember how to make a cristingle? Was it just an orange with a candle in it? I think it was an orange with. Um, it had a candle on the top, and then you could maybe get um, uh, cocktails that put jelly tops on it. Or did the cocktail sticks were they used to sort of balance it so it could stand up? I don't know. I remember nearly burning the girl in front of his hair. It's quite dangerous, isn't it? What was yeah, the one with them? You would have it health and safety. Co- get a coat hanger, wrap some the, tinsel um, around it, dangle it from your lunch thing. Yeah, and then you put some candles on the ends. You have to get non-flammable tinsel and you light one every week. Yeah, and then dangle some tinsel above a baby. <laughs> <laughs> the 
they don't know any different, do they? No. And, and you could. Um, oh, you know when you get, get a, some a bag of fine tuners and, and, and spray them silver from your local park. Yeah, or cover them in silver foil from Sweets from Holly Street. So me and um, Carla mix some holly from the park. Well, that's nice. That's great, isn't it? Well, I don't think you're allowed to. Well, There's a lot of it in Epping Forest, and if you're lucky, you might find a body of old East Ender up there as well. Oh, what, you'll definitely get pine cones and things you bother there, won't yeah, you? Yeah, it's probably pine cones. Yeah, just go and like, just basically scavenge. Also, take a book with you about what mushrooms you can and can't eat. And look for mushrooms. Do you have that ear mushroom? Oh, and get some thistles and stuff that makes you ear mushroom. Yeah, that mushroom looks like an ear. Oh, maybe looks God. It. <laughs> Right, is that up now? We're finished. Why have you brought that up? It's to make you feel sick. You've not got one, have you? No. This one's going to come out of your nose. <laughs> I'm going to have one tattooed on my... What? It's still going. <laughs> I'm going to to shut up and then I'm going to turn it... Does it say ha- having off. a mushroom tattooed on you is not going to be good for you uh, long term? Okay, <laughs> don't do it then. If you ever, you know... <laughs> I don't want to spoil this with Beth. Right then. Uh, I can't believe you mentioned your... <laughs>